Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am, but Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. If there are three letters that are sure to put a shiver in your spine, it is R-N-G. While we can spend all of our time perfecting our plays and mastering our runs in video games, that can all fall apart thanks to a little random roll of the dice behind the screens that the developer has implemented. And this is never more painful than when it comes down to a boss battle. I'm Jules, this is WhatCulture.com, and these are 10 boss battles ruined by RNG. Number 10. Hill Geigers. Final Fantasy IX. Unlike every other boss on this list, RNG mechanics don't actually make Final Fantasy IX's boss Hillgeigers harder to beat, but instead harder to steal from. In Final Fantasy IX, stealing from bosses often allows players to obtain extremely rare and powerful items, and in the case of Hillgeigers, he has the coveted fairy flute in his possession. Even with the bandit ability equipped, you've got a 1 in 256 chance of stealing this fairy flute, meaning that successfully acquiring the item from Hillgeigers can take literally hours of spamming steal until you finally hit pay dirt. Of course, you could get incredibly lucky and make off with it in just a few attempts. Such is the cruelty of the RNG gods. Either way, this sure seems like an active attempt by Square Enix to piss players off, enough that it basically sours the entirety of the fight. Boo earns. Number 9. Boost Guardian Metroid Prime 2 Echoes Metroid Prime 2's Boost Guardian represents a major difficulty spike in the beloved sequel, especially if you're playing the original GameCube version, because it was mercifully nerfed somewhat in the Wii's compendium re-release Metroid Prime Trilogy. But Boost Guardian is so much more than just a mere skill check for players. It's a needless injection of unapologetic RNG nonsense. The boss's most memorable and memorably infuriating attack is Boost Ball, where it transforms into a ball and careens around the arena like a bull in a bloody china shop. The the manner in which it pinballs around is completely random and totally untelegraphed, meaning that players basically have to leap into the air and pray to whichever god they worship that they will survive. And that's not to ignore the additional randomness with which the boost ball attack can destroy the four pillars in the arena, leaving behind some much-needed energy capsules, or you know, maybe not doing that. Brilliant. Number 8. Bed of Chaos – Dark Souls the Dark Souls franchise has often been criticized for its RNG-driven gameplay, both in terms of its widely variable loot drops and the seeming randomness with which a sudden attack can kill a player. Though many fans defend the series as tough but fair, the Bed of Chaos and some other boss fights beg to tell another story. This infamous fight is designed less as a steady test of the player's cunning than it is their tireless ability to keep coming back every time that they're senselessly wiped out. Due to the abusive use of RNG, the Bed of Chaos is a pain in the ass even for From 
on software's usual standards, particularly when players get caught in its infamously tough-to-avoid sweeping arm attacks. In fact, director Hidetaka Miyazaki even went on to apologize for the maddening nature of this battle, stating that it was dependent less on skill than it is scrambling luck. I mean, sure, there is a small silver lining in the fact that the boss at least retains a measure of its health when you die, but it's still deeply, deeply annoying. Number 7. Lou, Guitar Hero 3 Legends of Rock So Guitar Hero 3 introduced boss battles to the hit rhythm game franchise, and at the end of the campaign, players must do battle with none other than the devil himself, Lou, basically the series' version of Satan. In the boss battles throughout the campaign, players duel against CPU guitarists, where power-ups are randomly doled out to be used against each other, such as flipping the note highway or obscuring parts of it, in an attempt to make them fail. The Lou battle, set to the Charlie Daniels band The Devil Went Down to Georgia, is so difficult it's often considered to be harder than even the most challenging songs that the series has offered up so far. This is largely due to the obnoxious RNG-decided doling out of power-ups, meaning that the battle can swing violently in yours or lose favor on an absolute whim. If you start off with one of the less desirable power-ups, you're basically unable to win, so you might as well just restart. True to the irritation factor of RNG, though, you can also end up with a fortunate luck of the draw, meaning that you'll get a stronger power-up and absolutely batter this guy into the ground like a fleshy tent peg. Number 6. Vagulion East 1 you won't find many RNG boss fights more vocally loathed than East One's Vergulion, aka the awful bat boss that everybody hates. The battle requires the players to take on Vergulion, and while he swarms around the room as a fleet of bats before temporarily returning to his singular form. The framework of this fight is governed by infuriatingly unfair RNG. The pattern of the bat swarm is randomized, as is the brief window in which the beast reforms, ensuring that you're entirely at the mercy of randomized mechanics. There's basically no way to telegraph what's going to happen so winning the battle is more of an exercise in luck and perseverance than outright skill, which surely is not satisfying to anyone. Number 5. Lord Ryolith World of Warcraft World of Warcraft's Lord Ryolith is one of the game's most divisive bosses, given the RNG-adjacent mechanics which control the fight, so much so that he was eventually nerfed by Blizzard. Whenever you've taken this beast on, though, success or failure against him has largely been determined by his spawn location and where he subsequently ignites volcanoes. Players need to lure him onto these volcanoes in order to damage his obsidian armor, and it's entirely RNG-dependent whether he spawns the volcanoes nearby or far away, the latter of which makes the fight extremely difficult. This battle is widely loathed by many World of Warcraft fans, and its status as an RNG boss fight has been enthusiastically debated to say the least. The eventual nerf saw his damage increase whenever he stepped on an active volcano, amongst other things, but in his original form, Ryolith was an absolutely soul-destroying experience. Sometimes. Number 4. Ultima Seer Final Fantasy VIII Final Fantasy VIII's final boss fight against Ultima Seer is nothing short of an RNG nightmare, typified by the fact that she ends up choosing which three party members will initially fight her, and if the party member remains KO'd for too long, they will be absorbed into time and replaced with another. This alone creates a highly fractured, randomized dynamic for the fight with a number of potential situations for both victory and, more often as is the case, defeat. The unpredictable nature of the fight encourages players to portion resources out amongst their full party to ensure that they don't suddenly lose anything valuable. Even so, the fact that you can gain and lose members on a digital dice roll means that it's often best to just quit and restart if things aren't going your way. And that's not to ignore that Ultima Seer can also remove an entire spell stock from a character out of nowhere, or suddenly kill GFs, or dispel positive statuses, and also use Hell's Judgment to reduce the entire party to just 1 HP. And so, you're entirely at the mercy of luck as to whether Ultima Seer is disc-snappingly difficult or actually relatively manageable. And you know what? That sucks. 
Number 3. Radek Killzone 2 for all that is holy, goddamn Colonel Radek to hell. Killzone 2 may be a ludicrously entertaining first-person shooter, but it really drops the ball in its last mission, where even reaching the final boss Radek requires you to slog your way through a seemingly unending fleet of well-armed Hellgast, all too eager to flank you by any means necessary. And when you finally get to him directly, he's rocking a super suit which allows him to both cloak and teleport around at any moment. You know, two features of a boss that everyone absolutely hates, invisibility and teleportation, fuck you. Though the suit is still faintly visible and does make a bit of a noise, his teleports are so absurdly random that makes it clear that they're basically algorithm programmed to be as disorientating as possible. Unsurprisingly, the end of the game presents a real headache for speedrunners in particular, who have openly decried the erratic RNG which can too quickly derail a promising run, not to forget how irritating it is for just regular players as well. Number 2. Sigrun God of War God of War may be one of the most exquisite video game experiences of the last generation, but the mercifully optional boss battle against the Valkyrie Queen Sigrun, who also happens to be the toughest boss of the game by far, is a real kick in the plums. While none of the Valkyries are walks in the park, Sigrun is on a whole nother level, precisely because she throws out all of the established rules of these engagements, and so few of her attacks are telegraphed at all. Beyond the fact that she can absorb a huge amount of damage, by far the most frustrating part of the fight is her seemingly random ability to pounce on Kratos and potentially kill him in a single hit. And so, it's really down to luck of the draw whether or not you're able to mount a sustainable offense against her, and you have to combine that with more than a dash of skill and some intense strategy guide cramming as well to come out on top. Even for those who crave a mean challenge, this was just evil sometimes. And number 1. Intrepid Knight Persona 3 Persona fans spend much of their time complaining about the series' tricky RNG, though perhaps the most egregious case of this might come in the third game's encounter with Intrepid Knight. The fight basically stacks luck against the player in numerous ways, most prominently through two attacks capable of killing or catastrophically damaging players in just one hit. Oh, and the best part is that one of these moves is just pulled out of the bag just when you seem to be making progress against this boss. There are certainly things that you can do to swing the luck in your favour, and remember, above all else, go and level up please before you take on this fight, but the battle is at its core designed around invisible dice rolls and the agony of chance, so it's little surprise that so many fans absolutely loathe this fight. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free. Or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.